Your health is our priority. Each series, it's our goal to make sure that we provide you with experts and guests that offer multiple perspectives so that you feel supported, empowered, and less alone. Like the work we do? Buy us a cup of coffee. Or tea. You can leave us a tip over at coffee.com slash the hip podcast, which is ko-fi.com slash the HIP podcast, or with the link in our show notes. When you buy us a cup of coffee, you not only support the work we do, but also gain access to early releases and downloadable resources. Again, that's coffee.com slash the hip podcast. Hey there! We just wanted to take a moment to thank each and every one of you who have listened, shared, engaged, and sent us love. It means the world to know that we've had the chance to spread even just a little bit of knowledge, insight, and encouragement to you along your health journeys. If you'd like to support the work we're doing, we've created a Patreon page where you can earn some exciting rewards, because being a part of the HIP team isn't just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Contributions start as low as $1 a month, with each level offering a number of super fun perks, like monthly bonus episodes, Q&As, a portrait drawn by our own in-house artists, and even personal chats with the Health It's Personal team. We created this podcast so that everyone can have the chance to access informative, inspirational, and insightful stories, and your support is a huge step in us reaching those who need it most. We wish we could give you all a big hug, but hopefully this will suffice, at least until we're allowed to hug again. If you love what you hear or are as passionate about health as we are, please visit patreon.com slash the hip podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash the HIP podcast. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you again. And thanks in advance for joining our ever growing hip family. This week's episode is especially special. Super special. Because we had on Sean's mom, Penny, and brother, Noah, for a super fun and insightful interview in our nutrition series. Woo! The tingles. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the tingles. tingles. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm, I am, again, super biased. Uh, obviously, like, I already know them very well, but I promise... <laughs> We didn't choose them just because of that. (laughs) We've been through a lot as a family, um, losing our dad at a young age and my mom being a single parent for many years and then going through relationships for herself and how that impacted us. And then also our journey through mental health and nutrition, along with all of those different big things going on in our lives at already difficult ages. So your mom's a superstar, first of all, and your family's so lovely. And I feel like I've known Noah forever, but I've never even talked to Noah before. So that was so nice. I feel that way too. Yeah, you have known him forever, (laughs) Sean. But what a great conversation. And Sean and I had chatted before about their special relationship. So Noah and Sean are eight years apart and my kids are eight years apart. And also, so I relate to Penny so much because she and Noah have such a special relationship as a grown man and his mother. Through the teenage years, you know, there's highs and lows and things that you worry about. And so I always feel so inspired by their story because I hope someday that Max and I have that really solid relationship. And one of the loveliest things that Um, you told me before, Sean, was that they have a standing lunch every week. And um, oh my gosh, I can't even. Yeah, I think that's so nice, especially because mom and I have always had a very strong relationship, I feel like. I mean, we've had our, our moments, of course. But between her and Max, I feel like they've had a lot more challenges because 
though they are very similar in many ways, they're very different. Yeah, so I think it was really interesting to see how Penny navigated those waters because I feel like mom's right in the middle of it. Penny also talked about how Sean, little Sean, when he was (laughs) little, was super open to hearing about nutrition and physical and, and mental health because Penny was always so willing to share all the information that she would learn on her health journey with her kids. And Sean was super open to listening. Lifelong learner. Yeah. yeah and implementing that. And I feel like I'm the same way. Uh, That's right. While Noah and Max weren't at that what? age. Not at all. They yeah. have to learn on their own. Noah said, I had to just figure myself out, make my mistakes um, and learn. Can't have anyone tell me how to do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's hard for a parent. It because is. You, you don't know that they're going to learn until you see it. It's that lack of crystal ball. Yeah, exactly. Lack of crystal ball. I think it was challenging for her, especially because she's very much like that herself. And being the parent, you know, she has to learn it her own way. If you tell her she can't do something, she wants to do that 10 times more. (laughs) And so (laughs) as a teenager, she wanted to be a mechanic because everyone's like, girls can't do that, right? So she's like, you know what, I'm going to be a mechanic. So she actually, like her first car, she wasn't allowed to drive it until she had fixed it herself like it wasn't running when she got it and she fixed it herself which is pretty cool that's awesome sean how old were you when your dad passed away uh, i was 12 okay and so noah was four four yeah wow and um yeah and your mom's such a strong person and she had to play that role for both of you yeah how did your family dynamics change we had a really i think a really healthy family although when my brother was born after that, my dad got really busy at work. Um, he was in the Air Force and the OSI, and he was a special agent, and he was actually assistant to the director of the entire OSI. The coolest so guy. Cool. Yeah, yes. so cool. But that meant he was traveling all over the world every month. They'd go to a different country like Saudi Arabia or something like that, and they'd have to meet ambassadors and things like that. And uh, he would also work like 18-hour days when he was home. And so that was already challenging towards the end. And then this all hit us. So it was just chaos for a few years surrounding that. And prior to that, we had had a really healthy family dynamic. My parents were always really good at balancing each other out and being a a team. You know, my mom was all of a sudden alone and my brother was really young still. And so we didn't really have a relationship yet. And I was just like entering teen, I was a preteen, right? And then a teenager. I was trying to figure myself out. And then here was Noah, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm kind of also the parent in a way. Yeah. No. But that but strained our like, relationship. Really strong big brother vibes coming out, probably. Yeah, or tried anyways. And because, and so I, I can relate to that because he was not responding well to that shift. <laughs> like, you're not my dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So you can feel me, Sean. You're like, yeah, yeah I know it's hard, Karen. I was doing that when I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> and I would I would try so hard to like help guide him. But, you know, you'd have to balance the I'm just your friend trying to tell you the thing. And then also like you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have I have to find that balance too yeah. with him because he's hard. old enough now to be my friend. But also when he's doing something that I know he shouldn't be, I want to be like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Something I also liked hearing about your mom and your dad was that they both kind of faced body image issues when they were young. So I think they both tried really hard to raise you two without making you feel like you had to gain weight or lose weight or, 
you know, just eat a hamburger, you know, that type of mentality. So I think that was really nice to hear that they learned from what their parents did and was able to make a positive change with you guys. It goes into that whole thing, like, if you have a difficult childhood like that, you can choose to kind of let that rule the rest of your life, or you can choose to maybe change those things or use it as an example of what not to do. But it's extra funny because my dad, you know, he was thin. My mom was dealing with feeling like she was too big, even though she wasn't. But my dad is, he was about five, six or so, maybe five, seven. I can't remember quite right now, but, uh, and then my brother and I are both about six feet. So, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was funny. another fun, you know, contrast there. Yeah. Thin and tall. Something that I really love that Noah said was that he started to realize things for himself and start making changes because his mindset changed. He became a man. He started realizing he had this great influence with his fiance and she's so healthy and and Noah realized that he wanted to make choices for himself and it's affected his mental health. It's affected his relationships. And so I love that he can see like that he can see kind of the the whole picture now and he realizes yeah. like what was going on, but he made a change early on. And so he has the whole rest of his life to be healthy and happy and feel good. And he didn't really want to probably talk about it, but he was going through, I mean, he said the, the worst he had was like stomach pain, but I will say that because I was there, he had a lot of stomach pain and issues related to that. And he was just, just, he was uncomfortable, but he didn't really know what was causing that. He just thought, I'm having these pains. Yeah. But later on, he did kind of figure that out, you know, now that I'm eating a little healthier and we're not always perfect, right? We'll still, I'm sure we'll still go out and have chicken nuggets, right? Um, But he's not doing that every day, which it was almost at that point where every day he was going out to like, let's drive through McDonald's or. (laughs) Yeah. I love that he said perfect's just a word. There's no such thing. So. That's perfect. Ha! (laughs) Perfect way to think about it. Yeah. Perfect thing to say. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, I'm very biased. It's my family. It's, you know, but I, I feel like they have a lot to offer people and so much more than what we just talked about today. Like they have so many things that they could help chat with people about and just walk through because they've been there. They've walked through those, you know, they've been in those shoes. Yeah. And I don't think we said that Penny's an educator. Yeah, she is. She has lots of experience teaching. Uh, so it's really cool because she wanted to be a mechanic. She got tons of experience with that. Then she went to beauty school. Then she got a degree in criminal justice. Oh <laughs> and then she went into education. So it's really funny. That's awesome. They gave us such a nice insight into what it's like to be a mother and son who wants butt heads at times and <laughs> went through their fair share of challenges and now have made it on to the other side. And so it's a really inspirational story. And it comes from such a warm, loving place, but it's always just so fun to chat with them because they're so fun and funny. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy. Health is understanding what you need. Being informed. Finding that balance of mental and physical. Building yourself a support system. Figuring things out on my own and not letting it hold me back. You do kind of have to advocate for yourself. Because health, it's personal. Today is a very special day. We get to talk to some special people in my life. Uh, My mom and little brother actually decided to feel brave and talk with us on the podcast, which is very exciting. So hopefully it's helpful to kind of chat with Noah and Penny. Yay, welcome. Yes, you guys are totally an inspiration to me. I think sometimes when I look at Max, I'm like, oh, Noah turned out so good. It's going to be fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not as good as it looks, I promise. <laughs> I promise. It's all a show. No. Yeah, no I, no, I make no. him perform when we're in public. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm a show. show monkey. Noah used to do a little bit of acting and modeling and dancing, so he's used yeah. to that. <laughs> not, none of you guys told me how bad I was. <laughs> Everyone was always so entertained, so... <laughs> Noah, do that thing. Do some break dancing. Do some. What did you do? I used to be able to do the splits in Taekwondo. Yeah, splits. Yeah, I used to be able to do the splits. Hip hop dance. Wow. Yeah. 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 Some age, maybe, probably hormones. We're like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> You're not as flexible as you seem. He's the complete opposite of me. Yeah. <laughs> and me. Sean is my really scummy manager <laughs> that I just can't get rid of because he's a family member. That's the best thing I've ever heard. He won't go away. He just won't go That's away. Great. <laughs> so. It's really exciting because Noah, uh, you are now 23 yeah. years old. Yep, yep. Just turned 23 a month ago. It's very exciting, and that's a huge time in your life, and it's a huge like transition, and you have a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stress, a lot of excitement, a lot of growth, right? Yeah. And you've recently graduated college. You're getting married wow. soon. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Let's kind of talk about things that you wouldn't mind sharing with everyone regarding your relationship. Um, with what you're doing now in life and how your relationship with food and health has evolved over the years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you and I are, are very skinny people. So growing up, body <laughs> image was like a really big deal to me. You know, it was like on the yeah. other side of like, I just, everything was about my, how skinny I was or something like that. So there was always that kind of like um, want to eat more, but like the appetite was never there. So it was always kind of that one of those things where like growing up, I mean, we had kind of a very unique situation. I mean, we had mom trying to be mom and dad uh, at the same time as just trying to be your own person, which is incredibly difficult and then raised both of us. So we had a lot of fast food. I also look back to that time period of what the mid 2000s, you know, like Super Size Me was coming out and fast food was like a thing. Fast food was something that everybody did, you know, like it was one of those weird like thing that nobody talked about but everybody had um fast food like and it was just one of those things yeah where it became a little difficult was you know obviously i don't have to worry about the immediate effects of my body looking different um but that doesn't mean that my internals are okay right <laughs> right <laughs> it's been a struggle because it's just so easy right like to go spend the ten dollars you know uh somewhere and not make the food and save myself that 30 40 hour you know at 6 p.m after i get off work um it's definitely changed ever since being with my fiance autumn she's just one of those people that like you just never want to disappoint right so like Aww. whatever she's like aiming for <laughs> or anything like that like you're gonna try and and follow through with that so she's a really big health nut so like kombucha uh, lots and lots of cream juice like <laughs> stuff like that where I, I didn't even know what kombucha was you know five years ago and then she got me hooked on it and now it's just like oh it's all about my gut health but <laughs> <laughs> And I remember when you started that, uh, when you kind of first met her and started dating, I think uh, her and I had kind of discussed, oh, we're totally going to fix Noah. We're going to team up and <laughs> we're going to get him on board finally. Fix Because mom Noah. and I had tried for years. You were but... like their little project. <laughs> no, yeah. it's Health is just one of those things the older you get to, you know, it doesn't, when you're a kid, it, you're indestructible. Nothing matters, you know, like you, you just do whatever and think about the repercussions when you're 35. But growing up and being 23 which is by no means anywhere in life but you you have to make your own decisions and it's like do I want to live for a long period of time or do I want to live it up now and just stuff my body with grease so it's one of those things where it's just like just because something's easy doesn't mean it's the right choice right yeah. and also like you start to feel 
different when you're younger you're a little more invincible your body's able to take it but as you get older you start feeling sluggish or your mind's not as sharp or whatever and you have to make those changes right yeah I know exactly and then for me like I've always been kind of like a semi-athletic person I, I was never on the side where I didn't want to be athletic but I was never on the side where I could be a good athlete um, so I've always loved like playing like football, you know, football is like one of my biggest passions, which is so funny because people look at me and like, you don't like football. Right. I love sports. I do. So that's been the healthy side of it. But then when I go on that side, it's like, am I eating enough? Like, am I refilling my body enough? So it's like, there's always like with health and food, especially there's always some other side to it that you always have to be kind of aware of essentially. And it's funny cause like I'm the black sheep cause our dad loved football our mom loves football. Noah loves football. And I'm over here like. <laughs> we all don't love football, John. So you can be on our team. Yeah. On your not team. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Noah was. And that was a, a little bit of a different kind of time for me because I wanted to eat healthier, right? I was inspired by our, our mom, you know, kind of learning all about the body and all of what the food has in it and how it impacts us. And then not athletic. And then Noah's over there being super athletic and eating McDonald's like every other day or every day. <laughs> so, together, <laughs> we made a healthy person. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. The same thing happens at our house. McKenna is more inclined to think about what she eats and has been more health focused. Even as a young person, when she was little, she would eat like couscous and sushi and like eat all these things that no three or four year old was eating, you know, not that that's super healthy, but like she was more adventurous with food. Right. And Max, you know, he would eat Chick-fil-A and Takis every single day. And I know sometimes if your relationship is a little contentious, sometimes that's the battle that you kind of lose. You're just like, just, just eat it. Let's move on. (laughs) Penny, what was your health journey like? And what was it like for you as a mom trying to you know, nourish your kid in a fast paced life or trying to be all of the things that you were for them? What was that like for you? I think after when Paul died, I became very motivated about my health. I wanted to be around for the boys, you know, so they didn't have to lose another parent. So I joined a gym and I'm, I had a nutritionist and I got really thin and very healthy. And then I think I started like a year or two after he passed, I started dating, you know, and then trying to balance the boys and dating. And, you know, I didn't see the nutritionist anymore, even though that was the best I probably ever felt. The boys, Sean was the adventurous one. He (laughs) would eat anything. I mean, you know, he's five years old and he wants crab legs and peas for his birthday dinner, you know, where we had McDonald's right there and he wouldn't go. I know. I refused. I always hated McDonald's (laughs) my whole life. (laughs) We lived in Virginia at the time and service in restaurants is, is horrid there. And we waited and waited and waited for the food and we're like, Sean, you sure you don't want to go over to McDonald's and like get, you know, a Happy Meal? He's like, no, I want my crab legs. I know that's Max too. Max will eat crab legs when we go out to dinner. I'm like, what do you think we are? Like the Rockefeller? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hamburgers are $1. <laughs> yeah. So then Noah, poor Noah didn't have that same experience because I think at the time when I was, you know, seeing a nutritionist, I was trying to introduce healthier foods for all of us because I knew how it made me feel so much better and it helped me get through my grief and, you know, working out too helps with that. And Noah wouldn't have it. Noah wouldn't eat anything but chicken nuggets. He didn't like pizza. (laughs) 
So like we'd go to a birthday party, they'd have cake and he wouldn't he wouldn't eat it because he didn't like it. I also don't like cake. It's not really my favorite thing, which is funny, right? But now Noah loves a specific type of cake. Funfetti is it's just fun. I don't even know if it's fun the taste fetti. of it. I think it's just the <laughs> yes. memories associated with it. You yes. know, like where it's just kinda it's fun, you know, it's a party. That is really fun cake. Have you guys ever <laughs> seen that cake that you cut into it and then all the sprinkles come out? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I think you'd really like that, Noah. So once you got yourself in the right mindset and kind of headed down your health journey, did you start to think about the kinds of things that Noah was eating and try to get him to change his habits? Or did you just sort of let him figure things out in his own time? Yeah, I think there was times where I really tried to get him to eat something else and then he refused. So then I think then there was times when the struggle wasn't worth, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I came in. (laughs) Like, you know how important it is, but at the same time, so is your relationship. Yes, yes, yes. And I think, yeah, there was a lot of stuff, you know, going on in our personal lives. And it was just, okay, no, let's do this for Noah. He Mm. can get this. It's okay. (laughs) But you know, it's really bad for you, Noah. (laughs) Yeah, and then having Sean at the time, he wanted to be a vegetarian. And so everything Noah would put in his mouth, Sean would say, do you know how much sodium is in that, Noah? Do you know how much you just ate? You, and so that didn't probably didn't help Noah like want to. And now I, I lecture myself when I make those decisions. So. Oh, my gosh. So when did that kind of change for you, Noah? Uh, let's think. Uh, probably when I got my first job, I started to kind of like look at a little bit more of what I was eating because I think it's really important to understand you know like when you go shopping those vegetables and fruit is now yours your money you know it's not mom's and it's not like i can just leave it or i can come and get it i just think it's when any responsibility came my way is when i was like oh i I have to do something that's past just wake up you know sleep and do whatever i want right so i think probably like 18 yeah that was around the time autumn and i started to get together and like you know we were at high school so like there are certain periods of your life where you deserve to like have fun and like maybe make the decisions that aren't the most best for what is in that time. But like, I think it's all about growing and, and just making those decisions, even if you don't want to, even if it's that extra effort that that takes a little bit more extra time, you just might as well do it. Because at the end of the day, like, no, my mom's not going to be there feeding me every night. Right. And like, <laughs> how terrible would it be if now my, now my fiance, my future wife, is it going to be my mother? Right. Oh, like it's yeah. terrible. Like for her to be like, no, eat your greens. Like that's terrible. She, she doesn't want that job. That's why I have Penny. And then Penny doesn't even want that job anymore. No, so it's like, what the heck? Grown friend. Like I said, like going in like with kombucha and like with more gut health and everything like that. When you eat a lot of junk and when you eat a lot of fast food, you're sluggish, you are tired. Even if you have the highest metabolism possible, you're still going to feel those side effects. So I think for myself, I've been fortunate to not really have a lot of like issues with my stomach that branch past like a stomach ache. You know, you're making choices for yourself. What advice would you give to younger Noah about those things? Yeah, I, I think it would be easy for me to say, like, yeah, just go back in time, tell yourself to eat healthy. But at the same time, I'm not that type of person that, like, I, I always have to learn by mistake or an, an example or something like that. <laughs> like, for some reason, that's just how my brain works. Like, I have to do something and then I have to realize the per- repercussions or whatever the outcome of it to realize, hey, I don't want to do that again. Or, like, hey, I actually really love this thing. So, I, I wouldn't want to make as many mistakes as I made with my, my diet. And I would just kind of tell myself just to, Take your time, but to just try different things. Just try those things that are green that you may not like. Like, I love kale. 
I had no idea what kale was until I was like 12, you know, like I think I would go back and I would just tell myself, be patient with yourself, but also have some self-control. You had to figure it out for yourself and you did, you figured it out and now you're a healthy person. On top of that too, I think if you just have, I mean, some people, you know, our family just unfortunately has some fantastic uh, mental health. It's never an issue for any of us for sure. Uh, No, (laughs) our family has dealt with heavy depression since I don't even know how to go down the line. So like pairing that with food that's chemically imbalanced in a sense, like it's not going to render well for, for our type of people with our kind of minds and everything like that. So I think that's also a huge thing is that everything is situational, but like you can look around and see what actually is working for you. And a lot of the time people are surprised to see, Oh my gosh, the things I'm eating is, is like 50% of what's weighing me down right now. You know? So it's, it's just one of those things where food controls everything. It controls your energy, but it also controls how well you're doing in life too. Do you see a shift since you started making those choices for yourself that you feel much better? Yeah, I think I think the eating healthier and making those other decisions go kind of hand in hand with just taking control of your own life and making your own adult decisions. Um, it's easy for you to sit there and say what's good and bad and like to look at it and be like, okay, this is good food, but this is bad food. It's just about growing up. It's about making those decisions that might not be the fun ones, right? But you know, they're they're the ones that are going to keep me alive for when I eventually have children, you know, and I want to see my own grandchildren. And that's kind of the push. I was thinking about, you know, how I feel about Max and I worry. I think, are they unhealthy on the inside or, uh, you know, is it affecting their mental health and could they be thriving in other areas? And so you worry, worry, worry. So it's so nice to hear that, you know, you give them that foundation and once they are able to make choices for themselves that they remember that, right? Yes. You, you lay the foundation and like I said, educating yourself probably on nutrition, which I did not do. You know, Sean helped with that a lot because Sean was always wanting to be a vegetarian and wanting to, you know, eat healthier. He was always saying that to us. So we would try all these different recipes. I was always willing to, you know, whatever Sean wanted, but no, would never eat it. But at least, like you said, we laid the foundation so that when he went out to make his own choices. And you learn a lot of substitutions yes, too. Yes, yep. If I don't have this or if I don't want this, what can I use instead? Right, because I've been following a, a keto type of lifestyle off and on, <laughs> but through the <laughs> pandemic, it's kind of thrown me off. Okay, so okay, everyone, <laughs> but back okay. off. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I've I've introduced all that to the boys too. Whatever lifestyle I'm living, they have to eat because I'm the one who cooked. <laughs> and we're always still sharing recipes and ideas and new things we've learned about it, and we're kind of we're not sticking to one specific diet we're kind of mixing and matching what works for us as individuals in regards to body image and body image issues stereotypes i know that both of you had different ends of the spectrum there with noah and i getting called skinny all the time uh, at school or whatever you know all those comments and then mom you had other different types of comments Uh, even though i've seen the photos from your childhood you were absolutely not (laughs) in bad shape whatsoever yes Yes. I'm not blaming my mom in any way because, you know, you got to look at where they grew up and how they grew up. But definitely, I've always felt fat. You know, my mom would always say, oh, you got those hips. You got those big hips. Now you'll be easy when you have kids, you know, and it was always, you know, you look heavier or you better watch yourself. You're going to look like so-and-so, you know, like with the big hips and, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I always felt huge. So like in high school, I weighed about 117 pounds and I felt, I thought I was fat, but I remember struggling with diet pills and stuff like that through my youth. 
and now even to this day, I still see those hips, you know? Yeah. It's hard to get those comments out of your head, right? It definitely is. It makes you who you are. Yeah. And then for Sean and Noah, because they were always thin, my brother was always thin. Their dad was always thin. My father was, you know, really thin. I never mentioned how thin they were because they were healthy. It didn't, it didn't matter. You know, like I remember there was a time when we took Noah to the gym, you know, we paid for training for him when he was like in that 12, 13, 14 year old body to help him know that these are the things you can do. I'm not saying you're going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you know, I mean, you, you, <laughs> or that you want to be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you work with what you have, but you're healthy. Yeah. Do it the right way. Our dad was really, really in shape, really buff, worked out all the time, but he did it in very healthy ways. And I was fortunate to kind of see that process and what it took to be that built, right? And it was not easy for, especially if you're a thinner person. It's not about what you are in the outside, but what you are in the inside. And as long as you're doing healthy practices, that's what matters most. And I think it's important for parents and teens to remember that it's the small things that you say in passing that sometimes the other person holds on to. And, you know, uh, 10, 15 years later, I might go to mom and say, remember when you said this to me? And she's like, no. <laughs> you know? And then I'm mortified. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, uh, luckily our mom was great with that in terms of our body image, at least. Yeah. yeah. Mine too, for the record. <laughs> I could never even think off the top of my head anything that she said that's made me feel uh, insecure or uncomfortable. But, but those things in passing do stick with you, yeah. even if someone might not mean it in the way it's intended. Um, my family used to call me bubble butt. I hated <laughs> that so bad. Well, I also think it's really important because I think everybody deals with body uh, image and issues with that. Because we're sitting here being like, oh my gosh, we're just so thin, right? Like, And everybody can look at that and be like, oh wow, what a problem to have. But I think it's so important to understand that everybody's healthy body is different than the person that you're you're comparing yourself to or something like that. I think body image is a very individual process. And as long as you're reaching a point of healthiness, it doesn't matter what your body looks like. It matters if you're living 10 years from now. Yeah. Swim in your lane. Focus on how you feel. Absolutely. Just be nice to people. Yeah, and be, be nice. nice to everybody. Don't worry about Yeah, yourself. just be nice, you know? Be kind. Yeah. yeah. yeah all commenting you can do. on someone's yeah. body is not kind. Is there anything that you do or listen to or read that just really makes you feel like your best self or inspires you, encourages you? Yeah, it's so funny. I really love horror. Like the genre of horror is like something that like really fills my cup up and a lot of people are like, How can murder, death, all that stuff? It's <laughs> What's in your cup, Noah? Murder. Yeah, I know, I know. What's in, what's in my freezer? Um, no, I think oh, no. it's. I think horror is such a special genre to me because it is every genre. There's no boundaries in it, and I think in life there's only boundaries, right? That either we set for ourselves or is set for us. So I I recently just read a book. Um, it was the Southern Book Club's Guide to the Killing Vampires by Grady Hendrix. I read it in a day. I just sat down and I read 400 pages of it and. For me, that's just, I've been really into a horror phase, but it's not, you know, I'm lucky that like it doesn't affect me negatively at all or it doesn't impact me. It, it, it motivates me, you know, in a weird way. Yeah, that's funny. It runs in the family too, generations of that's horror so funny, fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever it is for anyone, as long as it can inspire you. Also, I, I started a garden. I've been trying this for years, but we finally got good soil. 
So now like every day I go out and water it and I look at the growth and I'm excited. I get so excited about it because I want food that I know isn't processed and has all the bad stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it does well. I hope so too. Well, you guys, it's been amazing chatting with you. And I know I feel this way all the time with Max and just wanting to make sure that he's healthy and happy. And I feel so inspired now about your story. Gosh, you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yes, we enjoyed it. Thank so you. Fun. It was really yeah, fun. It was fun. Yeah, the coolest. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Health It's Personal. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts for bonus episodes and new releases every Wednesday. The Health It's Personal podcast is produced by me, McKenna Udi, and hosted with the Phronesis Health Initiative team, Karen Shively and Sean Tingle. Special thanks to portrait artist Alexander, musical contributor Bernie Ramke, and to our guests and experts for their kindness and bravery in sharing their stories each week. Please listen, subscribe, engage, and send us topics we can explore that would help you on your journey. Because health, it's personal.